Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Jake Yap, and I'd like to first greet you all a very happy Easter. Today is the most important day of the year. Believe it or not, uh, more than your birthday, more than Christmas Day, uh, today is the Feast of All Feasts, the great celebration of the triumphant uh, power of God over death uh, in raising His Son, Jesus, and thereby also guaranteeing that all of us will rise again. In fact, this uh, day is so important uh, that we are extending it for one whole week. So Easter week is, in fact, just one celebration. And every day of this week, uh, all of our gospel readings will be uh, describing uh, a resurrection uh, story uh, beginning tomorrow, uh, until the following Sunday, Jesus will make his appearances to uh, the apostles, uh, to Mary and, uh, and the two disciples on the road to Emmaus. And these are all telling the same thing, the same wonderful news that Jesus is alive. On this uh, first day of this Easter week, uh, Easter Sunday itself, the liturgy, uh, asks us to listen to John chapter 20. Let me read that uh, passage to you. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved. And she told them, they have taken the Lord from the tomb and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran. But the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths um, and the cloth that had covered his head, not uh, with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. For they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. This story is uh, filled with uh, mystery. No? It happens uh, early in the morning when it was still dark, and it ends on a note of perplexity, a note of uh, misunderstanding, because the event that they are becoming witnesses to has never happened before in the history of mankind. The first of its kind that a man should rise from the dead, glorious, powerful, triumphant, fully vindicated, and never to die again. And not only that, the story of one who will bring uh, captives in his train, as scripture says, that we who are joined to him would be with him forever and he would present us to the father. And uh, he is the head of the new human race, the first fruits of all those who would rise again. And so wonderful. And yet uh, the first witnesses are still perplexed. They are still amazed. They do not understand. Let's look at, for example, the Mary, and she goes to the tomb by herself, a woman, 
she, she could not stay away from the one who healed her, who cast out evil spirits from her. Uh, she, she is heartbroken. She goes there early in the morning by herself. And she is uh, thrown into a panic because uh, the master whom she loves, even though uh, she might have been uh, consoled by being near to his dead body, he's no longer to be found. They have, apparently some people have broken the tomb and stolen, stolen the, the, the body. And so she, she goes to Simon and the other disciples and uh, we know the rest of the story. So uh, she is heartbroken and she does not understand. And the same thing with Peter and even the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved. They both uh, go uh, running into the tomb, uh, running this image of uh, uh, filled with haste, filled with uh, anxiety as well. What's going on? Uh, have Really have people broken into the tomb and stolen the body? And so they both uh, uh, run. Here is something very interesting. The, the story is full of details no? that the, the younger disciple outruns Peter and arrives in the tomb. He, 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 he looks in and sees certain details of the cloth uh, lying in one place and so on. But you see, he also gives way to the older man, to Simon, the acknowledged leader of the apostolic band. And so Peter is the first one to go in. And Peter does not understand. But still notice the attention to the details that uh, the cloth is, is lying here and the one covering the face is lying there, um, but the body is gone. Now, these details are quite important from a, in an apologetic perspective, meaning to say, if we are trying to defend the truth of the gospel account about the empty tomb, no, we have to say, look at the details. One of the most common um, uh, explanations uh, explaining away the resurrection is that uh, tomb robbers came and took the body away, or even the soldiers of uh, Pilate or the, the soldiers of the, of the priests, uh, the chief priests, they came and stole the body away. But if tomb robbers were responsible, why would they leave the burial cloths, the linen cloth um, covering the, the body of Christ? Uh, wouldn't they just take the whole thing away? Why, why carry away a naked dead body? Uh, they would just might as well carry the whole thing away. But uh, tomb robbers would not leave uh, such potentially valuable cloths behind. Okay. So uh, that's a good detail to show that there is something genuine about it, no? that uh, here is not an, an instance of tomb robbery, but something wonderful happened. And so Peter does not understand. Mary uh, does not understand. Um, and it, it, it should reassure us no, that um, we who love the Lord, we don't fully understand everything he says. We don't always understand the things that he does in our life, that he allows to happen in our life, that he allows to happen in the world today. We don't fully understand. Uh, but we must cling on with faith in him. 
But let's look at the beloved disciple. First of all, tradition says that this, that this beloved disciple is the Apostle John. Okay? And let's, let's follow what tradition says. So here is John, younger than uh, Peter. He outruns Simon Peter. He goes and he sees these cloths and so on, but he does not go in. He is respectful of the stature of Peter. Peter comes, and like I said, he sees these things and does not understand. And it was only then that the younger disciple, the beloved disciple, the Apostle John, looks into the tomb and he sees all of these things and he believes. The scripture says he believes. But notice that John the evangelist says they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The beloved disciple is just as distraught as Simon Peter and Mary. He is just as mystified as they are. But he believes. He does not fully understand. And yet he believes. This tells us again something about the nature of faith. That faith means that you understand enough so as to believe. It means that you trust in the one revealing these things, saying these things, doing these things. You might not fully understand. We don't fully understand what's going on in the world today and why this COVID-19 pandemic is dragging on for so long. And yet, we, believe, we trust in the one who is risen, who is more powerful, who loves us, who forgives us, who has saved us. We trust in him enough so that we believe. To believe means that we go all the way in entrusting our lives to the Lord, even if our mind still does not fully understand. Brothers and sisters, we are filled with joy in the power of the risen Lord. And let that power come to transform us so that day by day, our faith in Him increases and we put our trust in Him even more. Um, we are um, continuing uh, to believe in Him through the mid in the midst of this pandemic. Let's hold on to the risen Lord, knowing that uh, He who is alive, He who is risen, is more powerful than anything that we would have to face. God bless you and have a great Easter celebration. Thank you.